Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Down the right side, off the screen. They're trying to get two for one. Poole drives in, throws out. Porter Jr. The Clay topside triple. That's money. Cold hard cash from Clay Thompson. Part of his 18 points in a very convincing and just what the doctor ordered win for the Golden State Warriors. They take care of the Portland Trail Blazers. And how coasting to a 37-point win, 132 to 95 of the final numbers. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to the Warriors wrap-up. This is Dan Devone, the Golden State Warriors, taking care of business tonight. And, of course, you know the story. We had talked about it here at 95-7 The Game and multiple shows about how this Warrior team had been struggling, certainly losers of 4 or 5 going into the break. Meanwhile, Portland, and yes, they have hit the reset button. This is a team without Dame Lillard not available. Nurkic isn't there. You know about the big trade involving McCullum, who is no longer with the team, off to New Orleans. Zion Williamson has yet to say hi. No, apparently that that has taken place. That's another story for another time as I digress. But it's all about the Warriors right now. Again, two teams that appear to be heading in opposite directions, but the Warriors – you know, this is what the break is all about. And this is why you hear stories of how they needed to get to Cancun or you needed to do whatever it is where you can just simply get away from hoops because this was a team that was exhausted, had been through so much, including that remarkable 18-2 and start. They had seen the absence of just about everybody was any level of significance other than that, other than that of Steph Curry and or Kevon Looney out with injuries at some point and now dealing with the absence of Draymond Green. As I mentioned, a team that was really leaking gas as they headed to the break, and they come out of it looking refreshed, renewed. They had their legs back, and they just stamped a Portland Trailblazer team that was inferior. However, it did not look as though that was going to be the story early on as the Portland Trailblazers had a 10-point lead after a quarter, but the Warriors then just simply put it into another drive in that second quarter and continued in overdrive for the remainder of the game. Some of the key numbers in this contest. The Warriors just 12 turnovers throughout the entire game. Now listen, if you can be anywhere between 12 and 14 and under that number, the Warriors are going to win the majority of those contests. 
every time we talk about Warriors as it relates to turnovers, you have to take into account that this team plays basketball differently than just about anybody else. And when you want to push and when you want to make things happen, you will throw the ball away. That's just that's just part that's baked into the cake that you're typically going to have more turnovers in a Warrior team than most other teams. It was a problem when they were winning NBA championships. So you can't dwell on it as far as it being this this serious barometer in determining just whether they're good or bad or measuring their their level of play. There's a lot of other, you know, there's a lot of other factors that go into this because the Warriors just traditionally, this is the way they play basketball. They want to go the full 94 feet. And when you play with this sort of loose style, I mean, they don't run set plays. You're going to make mistakes and in trying to make things happen and get out and run, you will turn it over. But the Warriors, a very manageable, something that Steve Kerr can sleep with when you have only 12 turnovers. And to go along with that tonight, they shoot it well with 51% from the floor. The Warriors also on the other end, and this is key. We had talked about this on numerous shows, on numerous occasions. The Warriors had to play better defense. Now listen, we all recognize the absence of one Draymond Green. And with a back injury, it's, it's the slippery slope. It's, it's essentially your season. I mean, Draymond Green, you just don't know. This isn't a high ankle sprain. This isn't, uh, it's not even a ligament tear. This is, this is the back. And anybody who's played professional basketball or professional sports in any level, when you're talking about typically a back and or a knee, there's this high level of uncertainty. So everyone continues to wait with bated breath. Listen, Draymond Green seems to have a level of confidence that he's going to be back within three weeks, potentially within a month. But that sentiment isn't necessarily echoed by the powers that be. And I'm talking about that medical staff of the Golden State Warriors, namely Rick Celebrini, who... I mean, that's the guy. He's the god when it comes to overseeing the health of Warrior players, and he certainly hasn't signed off on what it is that Draymond Green is going to return to this basketball team. So all of these things had to be taken into account, again, going into the break. Obviously, the break did them some good, but it's a team that's just not going to be as good defensively without Draymond Green. You just have to take that into account. So it's got to be that collective group effort. Everybody's got to buy in. Everybody's got to put a body on somebody. Everybody's got to work to get rebounds. You don't have that one guy. And the Warriors, granted, not as good defensively, at least according to the numbers and statistically without that of Draymond Green, but still clearly holding their own. Good defense tonight. Now, they weren't playing good defense headed to the All-Star break, and if there was one thing you could point at as they lost 4 or 5 Probably the most obvious that would jump out at you is that the team was just getting smoked. And listen, you're going, when you're playing bigs, you're going to lose the rebounding battle. They're going to be bigs. They're going to dominate you inside. It is not going to look good for you defensively. But as Steve Kerr would point out, that wasn't necessarily the case when he talked about the poor defensive performances. It was more along the lines of that point of attack and not keeping guys in front of you uncontested layups. That wasn't the story tonight as the Warriors were very good as far as staying man and ball between man and ball and keeping a guy in front. And you didn't see, you know, that sort of sieve and the easy opportunities as you did say against Denver 
the last team they played before the break. Much, much better and improved defensive effort tonight by the Golden State Warriors. And that really is what this is going to come down to. You're going to be able to shoot it. We know that. It's just how are you going to stop teams on the other end? And when they go big, thankfully Nurkic is out. But you're going to see the Joker on multiple occasions coming up here. They got Denver on, I believe, three occasions, like less than 10 days. So that's going to be a problem. Anytime a team goes big, the Warriors just simply don't have the bodies to counter that. I mean, Kevon Looney can only do so much. As the Warriors, again, win tonight with a final score of 132-95. to They win it by 37. It's an easy one for the Warriors as they start officially the second half of the season. Also significant in this regard as the Warriors, with that win, pick up a game on Memphis. Memphis gets beat tonight by Minnesota. So the Golden State Warriors now lead the Memphis Grizzlies by three full games with 22 to go. They still stay six and a half back of that of the Phoenix Suns as the Suns pick up a win tonight as they take care of Oklahoma. Meanwhile, you're talking about a Portland Trailblazer team that went into this game without Nurkic, without Dame Lillard, and of course, as I talked about, C.J. McCollum now with the New Orleans Pelicans. And this is a team that's rebuilding around Dame, right? They went to Dame and said, listen, we're not trading you. We're moving C.J. McCollum. Have a level of patience. Chauncey Billup is going to rebuild this thing. And next year, we want to be headed in the right direction. But without Nurkic, this is a team that went small. And if you're going to go small against the Golden State Warriors, you're playing right into their hands. The Warriors are going to have a hard time against bigs. Whether that improves with the return of James Weissman, certainly going to improve whenever that return date is for one Draymond Green. But currently, the way this team is currently constructed, it's going to be difficult. But tonight, thankfully, you get a team like Portland that just wants to run with you. Well, good luck. And it was entertaining for a quarter. I mean, Portland was giving them everything they could take. And they led it by double digits up 10, but then the Warriors just simply said, listen, we can do this much better than you. Steph was Steph. Clay got into it. And the Warriors had eight, count them, eight guys in double digits. You got to go back 12 years to find the last Golden State Warrior team that had eight players in double digits. By the way, we're going to open up the phone lines at 888-957-9570. That's 888 The Warriors go on to win it by 37 tonight, 132-95. to I talked about eight players in double digits. You knew this was going to happen at some point. At least you had, you should have had the sentiment that, you know, if ever there was going to be a year that the Warriors set some sort of a record or at least revisit a record from 12 years ago, the last time they had this many guys that get into double digits, this could be the season simply because of the depth. And we've reiterated this time and time again that this might be the deepest unit that the Golden State Warriors have enjoyed under Steve Kerr's realm. And Andrew Wiggins, off night for him. He finished with 10 points. You know, everybody's making light of the fact of how well Andrew Wiggins is having a career year shooting behind the stripe from three-point territory. In fact, you know, he was taking some guff. They had had Joel Embiid was mic'd up at the All-Star game, and he, along with... Trey Young were giving Wiggins some grief and saying, oh, you're out there with the Golden State. You're a West Coaster now. What do you think you are? You think you're a splash brother? You're shooting threes now. Everybody's got you shooting threes. Welcome to the Warriors. And Wiggins even said, and this is all caught 
on a live mic and part of the pregame and part of the festivities and one of the shoot-arounds. And he said, yeah, I don't need to drive as much. But I'd say this, Wiggins, I hope he doesn't become too reliant on the three because it, you know, it abandoned him tonight. But the reason why Wiggins is so good, it's been obviously that he's, he's this reclamation project that has this renewed energy with the Warriors this year. He brings it every single night. He's not taken a couple of games or a week off, as was the case the last, last year, last couple of years, something that certainly plagued him in his brief run with Minnesota. But with the Warriors, that hasn't been, you know, that hasn't been the case. At least this year, it looks as though he's turned a corner and has found a home. But because he's shooting it so well from threes, three-point territory, you just hope that he doesn't get too comfortable and settle. You still want to see that level of balance where he's putting on the deck and one of the best slashers on that Warrior team. In fact, it's only him and Jonathan Kaminga, really, when you think about two players that can get to the rim, off the bounce, and play through contact. He's a slasher type, but you haven't seen sort of that mid-range. It's almost as if, and he had good looks. Do not, you know, do not misconstrue that he was forcing it from three. No, good shots, but sometimes, you know, if it's not falling, you always hear about players wanting to get to the rack or get foul, get to the free throw line to sort of unlock your game, and it looked as though he was settling and a little comfortable from three-point territory. GP2 gets the start. He went back home. Of course, Gary Payton. The second, much like that of his old man, following the footsteps of GP, going to Oregon State, going back to Portland tonight, and certainly he had family and friends on hand, although he grew up in Phoenix, I believe. Pops, of course, is from the Oakland area. Ten points for him, and right off the jump, he had two steals early on to sort of set the pace. Kevon Looney was big offensively early on. He had ten points. Steph Curry finished with 18 and 14. Assist. That is a season high for Steph, a double-double, 14 points. And are you noticing something here with Steph Curry as we go further into this campaign? As the numbers are coming down, I've, I've been on this all well for about a couple of months now. And it's certainly not a negative indictment on Steph Curry. I think that this is, this is a new Steph. Everybody keeps telling me, no, he's going to be the Steph of old. The threes are coming. He's going to go on one of those runs. You know, he owns the month of April. He always plays well and shoots it so much better in the second half of the season. I hope that's the case. I'd love to see it. But there just has not been any strong indications that that Steph is ever going to return. And if we're never going to see Steph Curry be that guy again, maybe for flashes, but being that consistent guy, maybe lighting it up for 40 to 45, shooting it at a 43 to 48% clip at nights from three-point territory, if that never returns... This Steph is okay. Yeah, the 18 points, well below his average, but the 14 assists, getting to the mid-range, getting other people involved. You have to keep in mind, man, that this is not a one-trick pony anymore. As much as we talk about the depth, that this isn't last year's team. You don't need Steph to carry you the last 15 games of the campaign as he did last season. Clay is back. You got a guy by the name of Jonathan Kaminga. Draymond soon will be back. There are other areas to go. Jordan Poole certainly wasn't the scorer he is this year that he was or was not last year. So you don't have to be that reliant on Steph Curry. And as we continually say, oh, an off night for Steph Curry, I'm ready to say and turn that page that this is Steph. This is the new Steph. And the 14 assists, man, I'll take it. Getting to that mid-range, drawing a crowd and creating opportunities for other players, 
and he's so smart with his handles. You know, and listen, he's going to be 34 years of age. It's still not old, but guys graduate oftentimes when they get to their their mid-30s in the NBA, they graduate to another level. They sort of plateau, but then they accentuate other parts of their game. And I don't think Steph Curry, I still think he's an effective player. I still think he could be in the MVP conversation. You're, we're just so accustomed to seeing him shoot threes like that of the All-Star game. And I don't, again, if you've ever listened to me, you know that this isn't, this isn't the first time. I, I don't think that that's going to be revisited. I might be wrong, but if it isn't, I mean, if I'm correct, you're okay, Dub Nation. This Steph Curry is still going to get you an NBA championship. And working with, with everybody else and dropping 14 dimes and getting your own and having the timely scoring and being that leader, that works as well. Clay Thompson tonight, he finished with 18 as well, Clay. And keep in mind, Steph and Clay not playing in that fourth quarter. And that's a good thing because Steph needs rest. Steph has played a lot of basketball this year. Clay Thompson, of course, looking to get his reps. And, and Clay finishing again with the two assists and 18 points, and he looked good. I mean, Clay Thompson continues to take those strides forward. Part of the eight players in double digits with Jonathan Kaminga, who finished with 17. Listen, Jonathan Kaminga, every single game is doing something where he, he just gets you, he takes you off the couch. And that raw athleticism, every single night, you just have no idea what it is that he might do. And I, I again, and this is not something that I'm throwing here on, on Warriors wrap-up. Again, if you've ever listened to my show, I've talked about how Jonathan Kaminga, not only is he going to continue to improve, and I said this before, now it's a foregone conclusion that he's cracked the nightly rotation, and now it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to get into that playoff rotation. Back in the day, I said, this is the X factor, man. You are looking at a guy that I think is going to have a huge impact in the postseason because people have no idea how to defend this guy, and the Warriors have no player on this team that gives you this skill set. Yes, they have shooters. Steph and Clay and Jordan Poole, they've always been able to shoot it. But they have never had a, a player. Dirt, and I'm including that championship run that has been able to play through contact like this kid. Now, he's only going to get better, right? And he's still very raw. And there are going to be mistakes. But he is going to be a key, key component if the Warriors are going to make a serious run. Because I don't think people know how to counter this guy yet, especially when you get to the playoffs. There's a recipe to try and slow down Steph and Clay, and you know how to play this core of Draymond and Guadal and company. It, it may not work, but at least you know what it is. You have no idea. None of us have any idea what it is that Jonathan Kaminga can do between now and the postseason. Warriors get 66 points off the bench tonight. That's 66. Again, getting back to that depth of the Golden State Warriors. That is not just about two guys and or one guy named Steph, last name Curry, or Clay Thompson. 66 points. Now, granted, it's a blowout, so everybody getting an opportunity to play. But that's a key number in the contest. 43-17, and 17, as I mentioned, picking up a big game on Memphis. Let's open up the phone lines at 888-957-9570. Robin, standing by in San Francisco. Robin, my friend, how are you tonight? Welcome to the show. Can you hear me? Because I'm kind of in a lobby that really sucks. 
Can you hear me? I got you, Robin. What's up? Okay, so Dan, I kind of agree with what you were saying about Curry, and I kind of disagree. So this is what I want to say. I, I never considered Curry a one-trick pony in terms of his just his shooting. You know, sometimes what you're good, good at uh, or the best at overshadows the other uh, other intangibles that you're, you're, you're that are good. Sometimes what you're good at can be your curse. But I wanted to say that in terms of his shooting ability, I think that it's always going to be there. But I just think right now that when you what you refer to as the new Curry, it's really about him being uh, being different in in terms of the team that that is surrounded him. Since they lack playmakers, we see that it is better for him to be a playmaker and hand out assists. Now, I don't have any, you know, I guess you allude to the fact that his shooting efficiency is down because of his age. That may or may not be so. I mean, that remains to be seen. You know, stars sometimes have a down season. Have a down season. I know Larry Bird did, Dr. J did, and there's a pattern of that. So I'm not quick to say that, but I just wanted to say that I agree with with your analysis or your um, that I think that Curry. I wouldn't say it's the new Curry, but I would say it's the Curry that's what's needed to be done within the personnel that's around him. I hope that makes sense, Dan. Peace out, baby. Robin, good call as always. Spot on. Absolutely. Yeah, he's 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 playing with what it is that's been served for lunch. And that's the beauty of Steph Curry, right? This isn't D'Angelo Russell. It's not just about, let me get mine. I don't care who's on the floor with me. This is about me. No, Steph is, if Steph recognizes I'm the only guy who can deal, that's why it is what he did a year ago in those final 15 games. He knew that's the only guy who could score the basketball. So he's like, jump on board. I got to take it home. This year he recognizes that I can, you know, I can defer. I've got other guys. I got to get other people involved. That, that's why he's so cerebral. That's why he is who he is. I guess, Robin, the only point that maybe we differ a little bit is that, again, and this is a number that everybody sort of gets stuck on, is that he's never shot under 40% from three-point territory since I think he got to go back to his rookie year. And he's clearly under 40 this year. That's not the benchmark again to me that he's lost a half step or he's no longer a good player. It's just we're so caught up on that he's under 40% and not shooting it as he did in previous seasons. I guess my point is is that that may not come back. That Steph Curry at age 34 may not be revisited throughout the remainder of his NBA career going forward. And if that's the case, he is still an MVP-type player, just a different dimension. Now his assist numbers go up. His mid-range and getting to the cup is as smooth, and he finishes as well as he has done the first three years. In his, well, actually, he didn't really begin to finish until like his fifth year in the NBA and does it as well, if not better than anybody in the association. And we're just so caught up on Steph being synonymous with threes that if he's not shooting it at a high clip, suddenly everybody gets worried. And all I hear and all I kept, you know, all people want to tell me is that it's going to happen, Dan. It's going to happen at some point. He's going to throw it into that. Well, yeah, okay, maybe it will. But if it doesn't, it's all right. And this team is all right, but Robin's right, man. This is a guy that works with what it is, the hand that he's been dealt. Warriors 12-1 and when holding teams under 40%. Listen, 
This is always gets back to defense with this team. Even during their championship run. As fans, what do we focus on? Three balls, dunks. Go watch the NBA draft, right? Keep an eye on this year's NBA draft. you got a lot of time, of course, before it hits during the summer. And when they're talking about, okay, the Memphis Grizzlies are on the clock and the multitude of players they might draft, every single highlight you're going to see of one of the players that potentially can get drafted are what they do offensively. What do they do? Guy can shoot it. Guy's got a good mid-range. Guy can play with his back to the basket, moves well without the basket, and they just show highlights accordingly. But this always comes down to defense. And that's what has always triggered the Warriors. And statistically, during their championship run, they always were one of the best teams, either one or two or three in the NBA defensively. And that's no different this year. It begins and ends with defense. That's how you get out and run. That's how you get the spacing. That's what creates and unlocks the shooting and all that ball movement. You do that by being sticky on defense. From Robin to another favorite, let's get out to the phone lines and check in with Oakland and my man Drew standing by. Drew, what's up? Welcome to the show. Hey, Dan DeBone, what's happening tonight, man? Big win after a, almost a week off, huh? What'd you think, Drew? Hey, I, I think it was good, but, you know, this is a Portland team that, like J.D. was saying earlier, kind of a, a G League team tonight. But nonetheless, it was a big win. The depth off the bench was solid. But, you know, I heard today, and I wanted to get your take, I heard today on uh, was it Yahoo Sports or one of the Nationals that, uh, they're projecting Wiseman to come back with about 10 to 12 games left. And we didn't know really what we had with him because he didn't play enough. It's not like we're expecting the, you know, uh, Giannis to come back and he's just going to slide right in. And with Draymond coming back with about 15 games left, do you think, like, they got off to a slow start and they came on strong. Do you think, because they're not going to do anything in the buyout, Dan, do you think that's going to be enough to get the cohesion and the role set going into the postseason because, you know, it was Portland tonight, but, you know, still great win. Go Dubs, and uh, you have a good night, Dan. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. Drew, always strong. Robin and Drew, two of the best, seriously. Here's what I'd say about Portland. You're right, man. I wouldn't call them a G League team. Those boys can deal. But the Trailblazers had won four in a row. And I don't care who you are. You beat anybody in the NBA, four consecutive wins. And one of those wins with that squad we saw tonight – was against Memphis. So, you know, say what you will about Portland, and I'm with you, Drew. It's not a good basketball team. They're clearly rebuilding, right? They got Ant Simmons, that dude can go. But that's, you know, if you watch their starting lineup, I defy anybody out there aside from, you know, Josh Hart to tell me, you know, the rest of those starters, if anybody recognized any of those names. But they had one four in a row, including a win over Memphis. And if you're the Warriors, after you lose four and a five, man, Listen, the NBA is all about survival. I'm sorry that Nurkic is hurt. I'm sorry Dame can't play and you traded CJ and you're rebuilding. We're still going to beat the crap out of you. We're going to beat your ass because we need to get healthy. We need to get right. And just seeing the ball go in the hoop and the feel good of blowing somebody out, albeit a Portland Trailblazer team, the Warriors are going to take that seven out of seven days of the week. As it relates to their bigs, I'll tell you what. I want to get into James Weissman. I want to talk about the Golden State Warriors, as Drew pointed out, as we talk about that center position. And is there enough time for them to get on on page with one another, get in sync, everybody tugging from the same proverbial rope, get that sort of cohesive feeling 
You know, with every is there enough time, or is this team simply going to run out of games? We'll have that for you and more. You're listening to the Warriors wrap-up with Dan Avone after a big win tonight over the Portland Trailblazers here on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now back to warriors wrap up on 95.7 the game Warriors winners tonight, 132 to 95. They win by 37 points. Pick up a big game on the Memphis Grizzlies, who get beat tonight by the Minnesota Timberwolves with 22 to game. The 22 games remaining now in the regular season. The Warriors lead the Grizz by three, still six and a half back of the Phoenix Suns. The Suns, of course, without CP3 from here on out. We'll see when and if he does return for the playoffs. But Devin Booker stepped up tonight as they take care of Oklahoma. Let's get into the shot of the game. Shot of the game is presented by the County of Santa Clara. Thompson looks ahead, right up the heart of the floor. Drifts now to his left, accelerates on Williams, the rookie, floats it up from a tough angle, no good, tipped home by Kaminga down the lane. Left hand, banked it in off the window. Jonathan Kaminga, part of his 17 points. That, the shot of the game, presented by the County of Santa Clara, 
Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. We talked about Jonathan Kaminga. That was a highlight, one of his tip-ins, and part of that just raw, crazy athleticism. And I don't mean to continue to reiterate, but this is the guy, man. And I know people like to talk about the future. Some people will go as far as saying this is the next Giannis. I'm not sure I can. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, you know, need to see a little bit more. But I I will tell you that in a lot of regards, the future may have arrived or it may arrive a lot sooner than people realize. And what I mean by that, if this team is indeed going to win an NBA championship because Draymond comes back and there's a lot of moving parts. Again, when you're talking about a back injury to a veteran like that of Draymond, uh, it's, it's an unknown. And the back and the hip always have been when it comes to professional athletes. But if we were to take the glasses half full sort of outlook and Draymond comes back and he's that Draymond that we saw just prior to the injury and a guy who's dominated defensively mentioned not only as an MVP, but of course the defensive player of the year, that's the sort of season he was enjoying. And James Weissman comes back and gives you something so you're no longer completely at a disadvantage when there's bigs on the floor. I'm telling you that with Clay taking strides each and every game and reminding us of the Clay Thompson of two and a half years ago, if that's the team that heads into the postseason, not only watch out, but that sets the stage for Jonathan Kaminga. Because now you got weapons all over the floor, but again, nobody has any idea of just what it is that this guy can do. And it's scary. And those fresh teenage legs and the crazy hops. This guy, I mean, he bounces right back up, and a lot of it is attitude, and he's fearless. He is fearless. If you think this is a kid that's going to get wide-eyed on the biggest stage and the biggest games because it's the playoffs, you get the wrong dude. You get the wrong, wrong 19-year-old lottery pick, number seven overall, out of the G League. This guy is (laughs) – I don't mean to dwell on it. I'm just telling you, keep an eye on this guy. Not now, but I am saying when it comes to the postseason, I think he's going to win you a game or two. I think he's going to be a difference maker. I really do. Warriors go on to win, as I talked about, with that big win as they take it by 37 points. As we went into the break, Drew was talking about, one of the callers was talking about the Warriors and, and a big man, and James Weissman. Not necessarily a big man, but the cohesion. Is there, are there enough games remaining in the season? If Draymond's to come back, and let's say he's got to play into shape, and he's got to get his basketball, those sea legs back, and where's Weissman at? The last time we saw him, so confused when it came to defensive rotations. You know, where's he at? Is there enough time for these guys to play together, to get up to speed, to hit their stride, so that when you get to the postseason – that this is a team that doesn't have any holes? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, that's asking a lot, especially when it comes to Jonathan Kaminga. Um, not Jonathan Kaminga, excuse me, when it comes to James Weissman. I don't know. I have no idea where James Weissman is at. Nobody does. He's looked good in practice. He had that 12 on 12, was it? Or 12, not 12 on 12. Was this European basketball? The five-on-five, but the 12-man full contact, I mean, that that means he's getting full run. He's going up and down the court. He's graduated from, what do they start at, horse? And then he's going to three-on-three. Well, now he's going full contact. And by all accounts, you know, he's he's headed in the right direction. He's going to be good. I I like Jonathan Kaminga. 
excuse me, James Weissman. But whether he can help this year, that's that's the big X factor. That's that's where I think that you know there's a lot of question marks surrounding this guy, and and being good again is not 25 minutes in isolation basketball and give us a double double. No, and we've said this time and time again. Use listen, use four of your six fouls in eight minutes. I don't care, but if it's Jokovic, if it's Embiid, should you get that far? If it's DeAndre Ayton, if it's Bismack Biombo, or that that other fool, JaVel McGee, former Warrior, sorry about that, JaVel, you need a guy who can just simply say, I'm seven feet tall. Sorry, man. You know, the cake walks over. You can't just simply eat for free against the Golden State Warriors. You just got to be a seven-footer. You got to body these guys. You just got to make them kick out. You can't just let them feast in the paint. There just has to be a presence. They just need a presence down there. Just block a shot. Just let everybody know that they have somebody with a skill set at seven feet that's rim protecting now. That's all he needs to do, and he can do that in, in eight minutes, eight to ten minutes a run, and the Warriors will be fine. They can use that. And then Draymond will be Draymond, and then you can work in Kevon Looney. You will be fine. But whether there's enough time in this season, especially in this regular season, for James Weissman to get some run, to find out where he's at, for Draymond to get back into it, to get back into a flow. Look, you know, look how long it's taken. Now, granted, you know, these guys haven't been out for two and a half years, but you know, Clay Thompson is still, you know, he's still working his way into game shape. And Andre Godala is part of that mix as well. But that will be the big question for the Golden State Warriors. If they're going to win it, right? And I'm talking about an NBA championship. This is not about, listen, you know, the expectations were so low coming into the season that you'll just take it. You know, at least they got to the playoffs and they get to the second round. You'll be satisfied. No, listen, no fan in the world. And fan, as I'm always reminded, fan is short for the word fanatic. And any fanatic doesn't think practically like that. You don't sit there at the beginning of the year and say, well, these were our expectations. This is where we're at now. So pragmatically, we should be satisfied. No, man. You had an 18-2 and start. You have the second best record in the NBA. The other team is, is down with one of their stars. You should be looking at the chip. And this is a team that has a core that's synonymous with NBA championships. Steph, Draymond, and Clay, and Inguodala's back in the mix as well. They're all here, and they're all playing well again, and they have the most depth than they've ever had. It's championship or bust, and you know that, whether you want to admit it to yourself or not, Dub Nation. <laughs> Maybe you're just softening the blow. You're just trying to say to yourself, well, I want them to win it, but should they not? I just want to prep myself and think about the future because they weren't supposed to be here. No, man, you don't live like that. It's a warrior team that wins titles. You know, the Packers are title town. This is the best team in basketball over the last 10 years, man. This is, the, this is a dynastic run. You don't settle for a second round or a playoff appearance. What the hell are you talking about? It's about winning a title. Anything short of that, you're disappointed. Anything short of that, you didn't reach your goal. Is that unfair? So be it. You're a championship fiber team. (laughs) And in order for that to happen, you're going to need a presence in the middle. And whether that's Draymond, and I I even think that, you know, you're you're putting yourself in 
in a precarious situation if Draymond is the last lot of defense between, you know, DeAndre Ayton and company. But he can do it. He's proved he can do it. You want to post up Draymond? I don't care who you are. If you're seven feet tall, good luck. He's proven that he can root you out. But that's that's a tall order. But he he can do it. But you but it'd be a lot easier if James Weissman, because you're not getting into the buyout market, if James Weissman can give you something. And if Draymond Green is Draymond Green, you Warrior fans, you got a shot. And you know it. If Draymond comes back and he's balling, and if James Weissman by the way, man, have you seen this kid? You're probably like me. You haven't seen him in a year, right? The last time you saw him was about a year ago, right? It was a little bit, a little bit less than a year ago. He is filled out, and that's what happens to teenagers who are turning 20 years of age. He's got wider shoulders. He's been in the weight room. I'm just telling you that when he puts on that uniform and steps out on the floor – Regardless if everybody has an opinion about James Weissman, I understand whether you like him or hate him or you're waiting to see more or you wanted to trade him. When he steps onto the floor, I guarantee you everybody that has been watching the Warriors this year is going to take a little – they're going to take uh, – there's going to be a little gasp. There's going to be this sort of collective, <gasps> who is that tall, filled-out dude for the Golden State Warriors who stands at 7-1 with that wingspan? That's your number two lottery pick. Now, what does he do with that? Well, that remains to be seen. But that's the tease with this guy, man. You don't have anybody. Kevon Looney's 6'9 on a good day. This is a seven-footer who can go. Now, eventually you hope he becomes that guy that James Weissman turns into being, you know, a dominant player in the NBA with that, you know, he can shoot it from three, he can put it on the floor. He can wrap it around his back. He can go end line to end line and dunk on people. That's, you know, that's years to come. That's a work in progress. To win the title, and you heard me correct, it's not about doing well in the playoffs. To win the championship, because that's where the Warriors live. To win the championship, this guy has got to give you something. And it's got to be on the defensive end primarily. You want to put him in the dunker spot, so be it. Anything you get offensively, I think, is gravy. But he's got to rim protect, and he's got to help you inside. And if that means hacking the crap out of people and other bigs and preventing them from getting to the rim, well, that's fine as well because you got six fouls, and you're going to get about eight to ten minutes of run. So use them all, my man. Steph Curry tonight, getting back to this conversation because I know and I know it sort of pokes the bear around here. Two of seven from three. Now, how many of you, raise your hands, how many of you thought after, you know, because I heard it. I did a show last night. And I took some calls, and people thought after the, you know, after the All-Star game that was going to unlock Steph, that Steph is always a second-half player, that Steph Curry, you know, it, it, you, could, you could see signs. And what happened in that, in that all-star game out in Cleveland, that's a strong indicator that here he comes. Steph is going to pick right up where he left off out in Cleveland. Look out. He went two of seven from three. I am not in any way dogging on the greatest three-point shooter, the greatest shooter in the history of this sport. I'm just reiterating that he may never return to being that guy, and that is okay. Why? How about 14 assists? The guy is doling out. 
And now he's got the boys to do it. You don't need him, man. You don't need just Steph. You need him to score, and he's got to be your best player. Don't get me wrong. He's still an MVP-type player. He's just not going to average 40 a night and shoot it at a 45% clip from three-point territory. Those days are done. He may do it for a night or two, but if you're expecting that for over a month or two, could be wrong, but I don't think so. The sample size, man, we're, we're going into March. Coming up on March, people. There's about 20 games remaining in the season. This is Steph. Live with it. And it's a step that can still get you to where it is that you want to go. But I think it's sort of a sobering reminder tonight that after what it is that he did, and I'll just reiterate and I'll repeat the numbers for you, 16 threes, eight in the first half, all NBA all-star records. He threw up a 50-burger, a 50-burger in the all-star game. Anthony Davis 52 points, the only other player that scored more points in an all-star game. And I know there was that feel-good that Steph is going to be Steph. Well, just to, just to bring you back down a little bit, maybe back down to earth and just bring you into tonight's contest, a game in which they won by 37. And again, that is the bottom line, right? You won and you won big. You didn't even need him in the fourth quarter. Well, Steph shot 2 of 7 from three-point territory. Why? Well, because the other team was playing defense. This wasn't an exhibition. The other team wasn't just saying, okay, do what you do. Shoot it from half court. And then turn your back before, before the ball has even hit its apex and let the fans tell you that it went through the hoop. That was so much fun. But that's just what it was. It was fun. Now it's big boy basketball again. And that ain't happening. You're just not doing that. All right? This is the NBA. And two of seven has been Steph Curry. Those aren't his numbers exactly throughout the year, but he's, he's around 38%, which the majority of NBA basketball players would take in a heartbeat from three-point territory, but it ain't Steph, the Steph that we're accustomed to. But it is Steph in 2022. That is who we're looking at. And as soon as Warrior fans begin to grapple and get their arms around with that and recognize you can still win an NBA championship with a new Steph, and maybe I shouldn't use the word new because I know that gets people in the trees. It's just a step where you don't need as much. It's step that can give you 25, maybe 18 like tonight. But if it's 14 assists and he's going mid-range, and then all the things that you don't see in the stats, right, where he goes high to low and then like three guys chase him and that opens up a backdoor cut for Bielitsa, Porter, or GP2, all the things that he does, including the ball handling, that's how you're going to win with this guy does not have to be 45 points and 50% from three-point territory. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow morning, it's the morning roast. You know the lineup. Everybody going to break down the Golden State Warriors. And, of course, I'll see you back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock with my partner, Shamari Block, to talk more about the Warriors. We'll work in the 49ers. My man, Sterling Bennett, who is producing tonight's show. Of course, he'll be on the – he'll be working the show. And we'll have it all covered for you. That's coming up tomorrow night. Until then, this is Dan Avone saying so long, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 